Hi, and welcome to Market Week in Review for the week ending January 26th. My name is Elizabeth Jackson, and I'm joined today by my colleague, uh, Director of Investment Strategist, Shay Chatria. Shay, welcome to Market Week in Review. Hi, how are you, Elizabeth? Doing good. Excited to talk about this week. I hear there's been a lot of movement and announcements from the central banks around the world. Why don't we start in North America here um, with our neighbors north in Canada? Yeah, for sure. It has been a busy week um, in central bank land, uh, but you know, a lot of talk, but not a lot of action, I think. Um, so we did have the BOC, as you noted, as well as the, the ECB, the European Central Bank, as well as the Bank of Japan. And what's interesting is that, again, lots of discussions, but no changes at the end of the day as it relates to uh, their policy decisions. So all three central banks kept their policy rates unchanged. Now, there are some uh, interesting similarities between uh, the ECB as well as the BOC in particular. So both central banks indicated that they're they're done hiking rates, um, which is great. Uh, but the message for the markets was just don't be too quick to price in rate cuts just yet. Now, there's a couple of things that um, the, both central banks are concerned with. One that are worth uh, indicating one is uh, the stickiness of inflation and particularly core inflation. It's still above target. And, the, and, and what they'd like to see is that core inflation rate move down sustainably towards their 2% target. So it's just not there yet. And that's something that they, wanna, that they want uh, to, to downshift a little bit more. But also wage growth, they believe, is a little bit too elevated uh, and inconsistent with uh, the 2% inflation target for both central banks. Now, the interesting bit is around the timing. As I said, uh, the markets are anticipating, you know, rate cuts to occur at some point around spring. But it seems like uh, the central banks are trying to push back on that. But at the end of the day, um, the timing might not be as certain. But we do believe that eventually in 2024, we will be seeing some rate cuts uh, from both of these uh, central banks. Now, the Bank of Japan, it's a little bit more interesting in the sense that um, it's been the most patient central bank, clearly. Uh, and what the markets are really concerned about as it relates to the BOJ is not rate cuts, of course. You know, they've been at minus 0.1% um, for many years now. What the markets are really trying to get a better sense of is, well, when will the Bank of Japan be actually raising uh, its, its target rates? Uh, at this point in time, the markets have priced uh, roughly around the second quarter as when uh, the BOJ lifts off. But we think that there's a chance that the markets could be disappointed on that front. And it's for a couple of reasons. One is we believe that based on the updated um, uh, uh, inflation expectations from the Bank of Japan, they expect inflation to be around 2% over the next uh, couple of years. 2% is not all that uh, threatening. And quite frankly, it would be welcomed by the, by the BOJ since Japan has been dealing with uh, deflation for, for such a long time. But the other point is um, what other central banks are doing. As we just noted, the ECB and, and as well as the BOC uh, are, are likely to cut rate, rates at some point later in, uh, in 2022, in 2024. But it's not just those two central banks, of course, the Fed as well. So if other uh, key developed market central banks are actually cutting rates, you know, somewhere around mid-year uh, this year, then the Bank of Japan just may not have the urgency to be hiking uh, at that point in, in time. So there could be a little bit of a disappointment uh, for the markets in terms of the timing of, of the BOJ policy change. But at the end of the day, all three central banks, you know, again, lot, lots of talks, lots of discussions, um, but no policy changes were announced. Mm, yeah, interesting. As you said, not a lot of, not a lot of action, but 
a lot of implications going on there. Rounding out our topics today, we've seen uh, equity markets rise this week, continuing a trend that we've seen for 2024 so far. What are the main drivers behind this trend? Yeah, sure. It's been an interesting story, particularly for U.S. equities, where we've seen U.S. equities um, have a pretty strong start to this year, you know, in comparison to, to, to Chinese equities and even broader international markets have struggled a little bit more. I think the big picture story for the U.S. is is that the, the U.S. economy um, is showing some signs of strength. Uh, we've seen the, the PMI uh, data that came out this week which is generally on, on the positive side with both the manufacturing and the services sectors, PMI uh, improving. We saw some uh, the information released for GDP for last year, which was also uh, better than expected. So we had a nice handoff from 2023 into 2024. And so far, some of the indicators that we're seeing for 2024 also look uh, pretty pretty healthy. And, and then the final point is, of course, on the Federal Reserves themselves, the Fed and the pivot uh, or messaging, you know, rate cuts coming at some point soon in 2024 have, has also been uh, positive for the markets overall. So I think it's a confluence of reasons of, you know, what the Fed has communicated, as well as decent macroeconomic data, which is generally supportive of perhaps the U.S. economy uh, achieving a, a soft landing, which would clearly be a positive if that was to occur. Interesting. Thanks for providing your insights, Shay. We appreciate your expertise. And that's Market Week in Review for the week ending January 26th. We'll see you next week.